for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, Rob Carson. It is Thursday already. Oh, my goodness, we have much to get to. Much to get to on the show. Are you listening on uh, your Raycon earbuds yet? If not, you should be. Just want to mention that before we get into the... uh, the program, uh, Raycon Earbuds, uh, a sponsor of the show, and uh, right now uh, you can get Raycon Earbuds and save a lot of money because, you know, everybody wears earbuds and all that stuff, and then I wear earbuds, and I wear a- Raycon Earbuds. Um, right now, yeah, you can get some Raycon Earbuds, and you can save some money because Raycon Earbuds kick butt. Normally, you save like 50% off the price of a normal earbud. Uh, but right now you can get a Raycon earbuds. They started about a half the price of the uh, normal earbud and you could save another 15%, uh, when you go to Raycon.com slash Newsmax, Raycon.com slash Newsmax. These are great earbuds. Everybody's got earbuds. You know, I mean, you've, you've seen them, you go to Best Buy or whatever, and they're all over the place, but I'm going to tell you Raycon's kick Booty, majorly, majorly, and uh, they come with a uh, a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. They don't stick out of your ears. They're just really cool. All right, so if you're you're thinking about uh, you know some earbuds when you listen to the show, maybe you're uh, working out or whatever, I would I would suggest going to uh, uh, buyraycon.com, buyraycon.com slash newsmax, buyraycon.com slash newsmax. All right. Where do I start today, kids? I've had a very uh, a very busy day. Uh, been involved with a lot of stuff, and I apologize for my uh, my tardiness. Normally, I have the podcast done early in the morning, later in the afternoon, for a number of reasons. And terror has returned to uh, <laughs> to the Middle East. Terror has returned to Afghanistan. And you could thank this wretched, awful, terrible, weak president for it. We needed to get out of Afghanistan. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we needed to get out of Afghanistan. But we needed to get out on our terms. And unfortunately, our president said, no, we're going to get out on your terms. And he said that to the Taliban. An ISIS suicide bomber has killed at least 13 at Kabul International Airport. Multiple casualties, including children uh, and three. And three U.S. Marines. Two explosions tore through the crowd hours after Westerners were warned to stay away because of the ISIS attack. Three of our Marines, three American troops... For the last 18 months, there has not been an American casualty. Here is uh, Emerald Robinson, who is an absolutely incredible reporter for Newsmax, talking about the attack. Well, according to the White House, he's in the Situation Room right now where he is being briefed by his national security uh, officials about the situation on the ground. Keep in mind, President Biden was set to meet with the Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett for the first time today. Clearly, because of what's happening now, we might see this schedule move back a little bit. We were also, as you said, supposed to hear from the Pentagon. Uh, That briefing is, we haven't gotten an update on time. Clearly, they're standing by. But according to the Pentagon, 
they say there's an unknown number of casualties from the blast uh, near the uh, near the airport's Abbey Gate. Uh, according to several outlets, they're reporting that a Taliban spokesperson is saying that, that there, is th there are 13 dead in the Kabul explosion, and that includes children. Uh, clearly, this is uh, a developing situation, so all of these numbers could likely change. We're supposed to hear from Jen Psaki at noon. I suspect that that'll get pushed pushed back as well, as we've seen over the last few days. Uh, there have been threats, uh, national security threats. The Biden White House said somewhat down. This is what happens when you broadcast weakness. Like this as they continue to get uh, criticized for, for the withdrawal. So this is going to be, this is probably going to be a messaging nightmare for them today. And they'll be scrambling to, to get it all together. And I, I suspect everything will get pushed back significantly while they try to learn more details and uh, and figure out how they're going to talk to the public about this. Admiral, just stay by. Breaking news just coming in from the Pentagon. And you this was from uh, Newsmax National Report, by the way. We're just talking that, uh, about this, but it, it's getting more specific. It's getting more dire. Okay. Uh, this from John Kirby. He says, the Pentagon press secretary, we can confirm that the explosion at the Abbey Gate was the result of a complex attack that resulted in a number of... All of this could be prevented. U.S. With a strong president and civilian casualties we can also confirm that at least one other explosion at or near the baron hotel a short distance from the abbey gate happened as well again confirming a number of u.s and civilian casualties that from john kirby the press secretary uh emerald robinson you, you you're seeing this information yeah. come up well, yeah, I'm just now seeing that information. There had been some reports, but they weren't confirmed. Now that the Pentagon is confirming it, uh, we'll, we'll wait to see what the White House has to say. Clearly, this makes this makes the situation far more grave for the Biden. You want to go back to 2001? Are you ready to go back to uh, September the 10th, 2001? After all of the blood and treasure we have sacrificed. Are you ready to go there? Were you an adult in 2001? Because if you're not, if you weren't, you have nothing to say about this. Dear God in heaven, here's another report about casualties of Americans in Afghanistan. The Pentagon has confirmed there are U.S. casualties. Here is the confirmation for you. This is John Kirby, the press secretary of the Pentagon, and I'll read it to you again. We can confirm that the explosion at the Abbey Gate was the result of a complex attack that resulted in a number of U.S. and civilian casualties. We can also confirm at least one other explosion. At Our soldiers are dying again. Near the Baron Hotel, a short distance God. from the Abbey Gate. We will continue to update. I think that was the last we've heard from him, but again, U.S. casualties confirmed here. This has happened, something that we have tried so hard to avoid. That is why we've had so many uh, 5,000 uh, American soldiers there in and around that airport to, to secure it. That's why we have been told in the briefings that we've been discussing with the Taliban uh, to allow us to escape through the 31st. And yet... You can't trust the Taliban! Here we are today with U.S. casualties confirmed by the Pentagon just not but an hour ago. God Almighty. I don't even know where to begin. Here is our national report on Newsmax. Americans are dying in Afghanistan again. 
All right, we continue to follow breaking news out of Afghanistan. Live picture of Kabul here. An explosion at the airport. Number of casualties unknown at this point. Injuries unknown as well as though there have been reports of several uh, U.S. military members who have been injured in that initial explosion. A second explosion at a hotel nearby uh, the airport. That information. We need to nuke ISIS and the Taliban to powder. That's it. That's all. Also coming in. Yeah, reportedly now what we're told, three Marines were injured. Uh, casualties are confirmed to have happened uh, around the Kabul airport uh, per the Pentagon. The Pentagon was supposed to have a briefing at 1030. It's got moved to 3 p.m. So we're told, though, uh, cameras, interestingly enough, are open right now in the Pentagon room, I, I, briefing room. So I don't know if perhaps that will change as well. The situation has been very fluid. Um, this all on the heels of a threat in that area around the airport. Where has the threat been, by the way, for the last uh, four years? It's because uh, Donald Trump was in office, and they didn't pull this crap. They didn't pull this crap. Here is uh, Logan Patrick, terrific, terrific, by the way, uh, investigative reporter for Newsmax in Washington, D.C., well, John, President Biden is still in the White House Situation Room and he's receiving a briefing, but he did learn that ISIS is behind the explosions outside of Kabul airport and that additional attacks are imminent. And those explosions, as you said, have resulted in casualties and injuries. It's just unclear how many there are at this point. We know that American citizens are involved. And there's also reports that ISIS-K, which is a sworn enemy of the Taliban, but also an extremist group of its own, they're actually warning that they're going to be carrying out more attacks in the area around the airport and that there are hundreds of operatives for ISIS-K in... If we took the, uh, the ties that bind our special forces, we could take these bastards out immediately. But unfortunately, we are broadcasting to the world our incredible weakness thanks to this president. That area... The last update we got from Pentagon spokesman John Kirby actually came an hour ago. He tweeted, quote, he can confirm John Kirby is a tool that the explosion at the Abbey Gate was the result of a complex attack that resulted in a number of U.S. and civilian. If the the handcuffs had been removed from our forces while Barack Obama was president, these idiots, these ISIS tools, these uh, Taliban tools, they would have been wiped from the place uh, from the face of the of the planet it would have been over it would have been over they would have not been able to take over the country they would have been dead casualties we can also confirm that at least one other explosion at or near the baron hotel a short distance from the abbey gate now keep in mind that the baron hotel is a place where 169 americans were evacuated by helicopters last week and right now there is a third mission from the u.s to evacuate citizens and afghan allies uh, via helicopters but the British intelligence also... I'm just so... Uh, I, honestly, I'm, I'm fed up. I am fed up. I'm angry. The uh, presidency, both houses of Congress, everything, it needs to be overthrown through the vote because, honestly, they're effing up everything. For 20 years... 
And I'm not. I, I have nothing invested in this with regard to my blood or my family. All I have invested is my time and my life. With regard to September the 11th, 2001, and the enormous expense that we have spent trying to revenge those who died on September the 11th and stop these terrorists from doing it again for 20 damned years. I've never been in a situation in my life where I've had 20 years of my life invested in something if you're 21 years old or 25 you don't get it but i was there in 20 uh in in 2001 my son had just been born it was the most horrific attack on the history of any country in the history of mankind even beyond pearl harbor By the way, inflation is insane. In June and July, consumer prices uh, soared by 5.4%. 5% in May, the highest since 1974. Probably a good idea to maybe invest some of your money in precious metals because gold always has value, guys. Come on, man. You know, yeah, Joe Biden there. Contact Birch Gold Group, if you would. And request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold makes sense for you. Okay? You'll get a 20-page kit. It reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can legally move your IRA or 401k out of stocks and into precious metals. To get your no-cost obligation kit, text NEWSMAX. To 989-898-989-898-989-898. Easy to remember. 989-898. Text Newsmax to 989-898. And you can see how you can qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals on your purchase. Jason Miller is a, uh, a Donald Trump advisor. He is a wunderkind. He is also the head of a marvelous new uh, social media group called Getter. Let's call him, shall we? See what's going on with him. Rob Carson. Jason Miller, how are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. There's a lot to cover. Uh, great story, by the way, in the New York Post about uh, Getter growing and conservatives adding to the uh, list of uh, the people who are a part of the uh, the, the, the site. Uh, give me an update on that, bro. Yeah, Rob, great to be with you. So we're seeing Republicans and conservatives moving fast to join Getter. We just added in Coulter uh, to Getter, which is great. And so this really? is outstanding conservatives like yourself, Rob. And I love like it. Dinesh, Dinesh D'Souza and Emerald Robinson, also from Newsmax. Wow. We're seeing a lot of members of Congress that are starting to join. Sweet. And so whether it be Elise Stefanik <laughs> uh, or whether it be 
um, uh, Kevin McCarthy, but also seeing other um, Congresswoman Van Dyne from Texas just joined. We also had two governors join this week, Christy what? Nome from South Dakota, as well as Pete Ricketts from Nebraska. Uh, so it's uh, every every day is bringing more and more conservatives, more and more Republicans, really adding to this great community here of making sure people are never canceled or deplatformed and making sure we protect free speech. This is this is really huge, actually, because uh, I feel uh, and, and, and Jason, uh, as somebody who had uh, massive followings on Facebook, shut down even on Parler, which uh, is no longer you don't hear anything from Parler. They shut me down. It is such a relief to be able to be able to express myself. And I'm not conspiratorial and I'm not I don't I'm not anti-vax and all this crap. Uh, it's just nice to not be shut down because when you're led to believe that a social media site is going to let you express yourself and you're shut down, it's heartbreaking. And, and Getter is not doing that to me. And I appreciate that. Well, Rob, I appreciate the, the kind words, but can I ask you a, a serious question? Here? Yes, sir. Yes. Um, do you think that you're worse than the Taliban? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so, Jason. I don't think so. Well, no, I'm being, I'm being serious. I mean, literally, I'm watching on NBC on the Today Show this morning, yeah. and they have uh, one of their correspondents sitting down with the leader, oh. the, Richard Engel, sitting down with the, uh, uh, one of the Taliban leaders in Doha and Qatar. And literally, the, the Taliban leader standing there with an armed militia uh, behind him with uh, fully automatic weapons, because, uh, you know, who doesn't roll into their Richard Engel interview with fully automatic weapons? I mean, <laughs> I know I do. Um, and Engel, to his credit, asked them, do you think Osama bin Laden uh, had anything uh, to do with 9-11? And the leader of the Taliban says, no, there's no proof that Osama bin Laden had anything to do with it. And he continued, uh, when Engel pressed, can you say that there won't be any, any terrorism or anything that the Taliban fosters, uh, he was noncommittal. And so this is who Twitter allows on their platform. Mm -hmm. Terrorists who, again, don't think that Osama bin Laden had anything to do with with 9-11 and won't commit to keeping the country um, free from being a terrorism hotspot, but they kick off folks such as yourself or President Trump, which, by the way, Rob, you're in pretty good company there. Um, (laughs) But that's where where these social media oligarchs are. And one real quick thing, there's an article in the New York Times this morning talks how Facebook is expanding their quote-unquote review board in advance of all these global elections coming up next year. So you have Hungary and the Philippines and Brazil, even the U.S. midterm elections. The buried lead there, it's not that that Facebook is going to start tackling disinformation. The fact is they're going to start putting their, not just their thumb, but the, you know, 80-pound bag of sugar on the scale and influencing elections in all these countries around the world. That's where it's trending right now. That's why we got to have Getter. The interesting thing also, Jason, and I believe that there are some bellwether uh, things that are pointing toward a massive movement in this country. Donald Trump's uh, appearance on Newsmax last weekend garnered 5 million viewers uh, that is epic that is that is gigantic if you look at all the other uh, media and listen it, 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 hyperbole, it, it's hyperbole it's very oh you got a couple men people what happened last weekend with regard to donald trump's speech was gigantic gigantic your thoughts Huge. Uh, potentially could have been the largest uh, rally speech that we've ever seen from President Trump. Yeah. I heard it was in the 45, 50,000 range. 
Um, it was, I think this was really a testament to the fact that people miss having real leadership in the White House. And, and I think there are a lot of, uh, look, I think there are even a lot of uh, conservatives, a lot of Republicans, a lot of Trump supporters who are maybe looking and say, oh, boy, if I'd just done that one extra thing or help get those couple extra votes in Arizona or Georgia or Wisconsin. We see the ramifications now yeah. of what an absolute rudderless country looks like, whether it be Afghanistan. This, I mean, oh. Kamala Harris is being completely disrespected and abused <laughs> on this Asia trip right now. I mean, yes. China's just uh, playing her like a, uh, you know, like a junior varsity uh, bench warmer. And uh, not to mention in Bidenflation or uh, the crisis at the, the southern border. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's a wreck. And it's all because we have um, a, a half wit uh, in the White House right now. Well, real quick kind of a self-serving um, uh, part of the interview here is that uh, Greg Gutfeld uh, had he, he's beating all of late night and what I have said for years what I have said for years is that Jason uh, uh, co- uh, conservatives can be funny and when it actually happens it explodes so I, I think that what he is saying and hopefully is a bellwether for uh, what I'm hopefully doing on on Newsmax your thoughts yeah, and look, this isn't just because you're having me on the podcast, uh, yeah. obviously, uh, uh, but President Trump has told me that he watches, he doesn't always catch the show on, on the weekends, but he, he watches it when Newsmax replays it from 6 to 6.30 on Tuesday mornings, because that's what President Trump does. He gets yes. up and he consumes news, <laughs> and he's told me multiple times that he thinks you're the funniest guy on TV, and so uh, we have to have humor. This is what the left does so well. It is when you get people laughing, uh, it's even more powerful than getting people criticizing. And it's the most powerful tool that's out there. Let me ask you this, Jason. Um, I believe that this... Uh, Afghanistan withdrawal by the the uh, Biden administration is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, I think people are really mad considering, and and you were a young man in the 2001 as well as I. Uh, do you feel like this that this may be the moment that people said enough is enough with regard to uh, Joe Biden as the president? Uh, you know, uh, to clarify, neither of us were, were young men in that uh, in 2001, but that, that's OK. No, one's, <laughs> no one's checking our birth certificates. Um, here is uh, here is what I think the uh, I think there are a couple of uh, key points here. Number one, I think a lot of Democrat and centrist voters in the U.S. were willing to turn a blind eye to uh, some of the foreign policy failures, as long as things were okay at home. But when you start seeing the $4 a gallon gas, you start seeing the increased cost of cars, uh, basic staples like milk and loaves of bread becoming way more expensive, the crisis at the southern border. When it starts hitting people at home, then they start getting really fired up. I do think that you're right that this is probably the straw that broke the back because over this stretch, Biden's been completely absent. I mean, he's done a couple of these little I mean, it's generous to call them press conferences, but these, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, dip and drop uh, type events that he does mid-afternoon before it's time to hit the buffet at Golden Corral uh, for for discount day. Um, It's... I, I think people are looking and saying this is this is somewhat terrifying. I mean, these uh, in all seriousness, seeing these images of uh, Afghans uh, in waist deep sewage uh, standing outside, and then the report this morning that there are fifteen 
hundred, one thousand five hundred Americans that they're trying to find Ugh. in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not like you know one uh, random hiking trip that went wrong. I mean, this is this means that there is a full scale, complete failure by the Biden administration to have any idea what they're doing or any kind of evacuation plan before they started uh, they started the withdrawal. Jason, um, even Brian Stelter is questioning the uh, president's ability to be able to uh, continue cognitively as the president. Uh, he's not going to be in 2024. He's not going to be the candidate in 2024. I mean, dear God in heaven, I, that's verily obvious. Um, what do you think is going to happen with regard to uh, uh, what's happened in Afghanistan? Are we talking about a, a possible impeachment? Are we talking about a 25th Amendment uh, removal of the president? Uh, the, the Democrat Party and the mainstream media appear to be turning away from the president. Or is this going to just be another case of uh, the mainstream media going, okay, we screwed up, but he's actually cool. What, what are your thoughts, man? I think two things can be true at the same time here. One, I do think that this is a, a major turning point. I do not see how Joe Biden can be on the ballot in 2024. Of course not. And that's why I think most Americans don't even think he'll be able to fulfill a, a complete term. Yeah. Um, I think the other uh, part of this, too, is that I don't think Kamala Harris has a snowball's chance of being a, a nominee or even really running in 2024. I mean, yeah. it's, it's clear that um, uh, that you know she's the most one of the most bumbling idiots we've ever seen in that role. But here's here's the the thing that we have to be concerned about as we go into the midterms. The Democrats will wake up and remember, oh, that's right, we put on blue jerseys every day, and we're getting close to voting time. So now we have to turn it back to and then fill in the blanks. COVID, blaming Trump, um, you know, uh, kind of the the normal, um, you know, they'll play the woke card. All of the things that they normally do, they will snap back. This is why. Uh, as much as I think that Biden should be impeached, because I think this is complete dereliction of duty, um, I don't support pushing forward with impeachment for the simple fact, uh, as we saw with President Trump, that kind of snaps the base back into line yeah. and makes yeah. people remember that they're partisan opponents. And right now, even the media is beating up on on Biden. But if we push forward with an impeachment, I think then they say, oh, that's right. Uh, we're Democrats. We have to go and defend him. That's my yeah. caveat. Even though he should be impeached, I don't think politically it's a smart strategy. I just, uh, you know, the, my, my biggest concern is 2022. And if there were no election shenanigans, this should be a, uh, a complete uh, wipeout of the Democrat Party. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very concerned about that with what's happening in California. Hopefully, uh, real quick, one more thought, one more thought. Larry Elder in Cal- California. What's going on there, bro? Do you think he's going to he's going to take it? Boy, I tell you, Larry's putting on an impressive candidacy. Oh. Uh, people are upset at Newsom. And here's the thing that a lot of folks aren't talking about, the fact that Newsom couldn't have this happen at a worse time. <laughs> Keep in mind, in, in California, Republicans are technically the third party um, because you have the Democrats and yeah. the declined states, people who don't register by party, then Republicans. So yeah. Republicans are, are distant. But right now, Republicans have all the energy. Mm. There's no energy or uh, fire for Gavin Newsom. This is this is kind of one of those perfect storm scenarios. I spoke with Elder's team yesterday. We're going to get them on Getter, uh, so I'm very excited about yes. that. Uh, but I, t- 
tell you, Larry is he's withstanding the punches, and it seems like it's it's uh, it's like the electricity monster in Spider Man. The more the Los Angeles <laughs> time hits him, uh, the yeah. more he just gets powerful and powerful. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm watching this one, and uh, you know, crazier things have happened. Jason, I'm uh, I greatly appreciate your time today, and and I'm not meaning to stroke uh, Getter. I just think it's incredibly important what you're doing, bro. Uh, I, I'm so pleased that it's growing as it is, and I and I hopefully uh, I I want to see it grow gigantically so people can finally get off the you know because I Jason I've I've had a Facebook page for like 12 years and and my family pictures are there and they've only betrayed me and I just I'm I'm so pleased that Getter is there and I just wish you uh, uh, continued success and I know that it not only are you succeeding but also uh, a, a gigantic explosion of people moving together is happening so thanks for thanks for doing it bro i i hope it's working for you and and thanks for being on this show thanks rob stay funny uh stay uh, humorous uh, we need we need your unique perspective because not many conservatives are funny uh you are and i think that's why your uh, your popularity is uh, doing so well right now all right brother have a good have a good weekend okay thank you sir yep Jason Miller, uh, wow, that's cool, that's cool. You know, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, um, it's really hard to be funny. It's really hard to be funny. The reason why I can't be funny through all of this is because I have children, and I have a wife, I have a family, if I can occasionally make a point with humor, I'll do that. It's what I did for the Rush Limbaugh program for over 20 years. That's what I did. But sometimes this, things aren't funny. Things aren't funny. Sean Spicer talked to Sebastian Gorka, who totally kicks butt about... Uh, Joe Biden and Afghanistan. Here are the uh, highlights. Here is the outrage from the press that they're not getting access. I got killed when we didn't have, you know, if they couldn't watch me go to the bathroom, they were got upset. <laughs> Look, this is, this, you have to laugh for a second because this is weekend at Bernie's. I mean, think about it. This is a guy, as Kabul falls, he flies back from his vacation at Camp David to give a 20-minute talk with no questions. And then, and then, Sean, what does he do? He goes back to Camp David. He goes back on vacation with 40,000 Americans trapped in Afghanistan. Then he does what yesterday? This, this, I thought when somebody sent me this photograph, I really thought this is the onion. This is the Babylon Bee. <laughs> he is taking a knee holding the jersey of a female, what was it? baseball basketball team yes i mean what what is going on this is insanity and then he's making statements like don't worry about carball it'll be fine we have over the horizon capabilities uh, no you don't you can't fly a uav from nevada to central asia nobody in the vicinity allows us access to their airports and we've lost bagram so whether it's fact checking him or whether it's him being hidden from the press corps Something very strange is going on, guys. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, by the way. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. I'm frustrated and angry. 
I have 20 years of my life invested in what happened in Afghanistan. I'm just a guy doing a radio show who has worked with uh, all sorts of charities to help those who've been injured, those who have suffered from what we had to commit our soldiers to in Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran. Oh, so agonizing. I've been there when motorized wheelchairs are presented to a uh, an Iraq veteran or an Afghanistan veteran. I've been there when they were presented with a uh, service animal. They can't walk anymore. Damn it. We have sent countless people home from Afghanistan not being able to walk, been severely burned, or in a casket. Damn it. I'm sorry. I apologize for the uh, emotional response. I have a nephew. doesn't talk to me anymore. My nephew, uh, I met him again when my uh, brother died in 2004. My brother was not close to him and uh, decided that his uh, 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 biological parents or his, 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 his foster parents were a better choice. <clears throat> than him being raised by my father, my, my his father, my brother. His, his father was named Richard. He was my brother. Anyway, uh, he died in 2004. Uh, and my nephew, I met him at my brother's funeral. Uh, he was only 16 years old in 2004. And then I met him there after not seeing him for a long time and and then i i met him at my brother's funeral and i talked to him when i moved to kansas city and i uh, got to know him as a veteran who was uh, in the (laughs) mid-20s his mid-20s and uh, this kid who was this delightful young 16 year old who i met at my brother's funeral they had become a a Middle Eastern veteran, the veteran of uh, Afghanistan. I'm sorry. My nephew, Thad. The difference between when I met him at his father's funeral and when I met him in Kansas City 
after he had served in Afghanistan and saw his best friend killed. The difference was uh, remarkable. I'm sorry. My nephew went to Afghanistan in his 20s. He didn't think about it. He didn't think about it twice. He just did it. And he came back so hurt. I'm really mad. I'm really mad at this president. We have so much invested in this. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys, for this. Um, I'm just mad. I'm mad. I'm sad. And now it looks like we're having Marines killed at the airport, and uh, I'm just mad. I'm mad. I want them nuked off the planet. I want the Taliban nuked off the planet. I apologize for this. Um, this is not what I expected to happen today. But I do appreciate you joining me for it. I pray for my nephew, Thad. He's a, he's a good man. And... Uh, we must destroy evil in the world. We must. And if that's the Taliban, if that's Al-Qaeda, if that's the Democrat Party, then we need to destroy it. If you get a chance to, if you want to make the show sound better, which is kind of hard to believe, <laughs> go to uh, Raycon and get their uh, wireless earbuds Buy Raycon.com slash Newsmax. Buy Raycon.com slash Newsmax. They're amazing. I, I wear them when I go to the gym. They're really awesome. They're really awesome. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, this show descended into this, but uh, I'm just so upset about my, my nephew. And uh, I'm so upset about... 20 years in Afghanistan and this god-awful president doing this to our troops and our Gold Star families. So, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I apologize. Alright. Guys, we're going to get this through this together. We're going to get through this together. We are going to win this. This president is a turd we're going to get through this president and this god-awful Democrat Party. 
Have a glorious day. God bless you. God bless our troops. God bless the uh, January 6th uh, protesters who are being held in jail. Our first responders and our cops and you. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid.